0: Atlassian. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming. I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke. I ain't the one you want to jest with.
1: The battle's coming. You only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. All right. So here we are again. Another loss for the Bengals. Uh, and things are not. Looking better. Uh, it's not even like they're showing really any kind of improvement. Uh, very very sad times here uh, in in Bengals Nation. My name is Matt Minick uh, here for Orange and Black Insiders Bengals Chalk Talk. Uh, so thank you for joining me today. As those of you on YouTube looking at my face uh, have probably already figured out, this is going to be a bit of a different type of episode. Uh, and frankly, you know I love. I love watching film. I love talking about film, breaking things down, uh, and from a coaching perspective, you love that because you're seeing a path, you're seeing a way to get better, you're seeing how to improve, um, and you know that's the type of stuff I love for. And you know, I'm up at I'm up at like five in the morning every day watching film uh, and looking at things from a coaching sp- perspective. Uh, how how can we win in this scenario? Uh, you know, and that's the, that's the difference for me and, uh, you know, people who look at it from a GM perspective, how do we build this team? I look at how do we, you know, survive <laughs> with what we have and how do we thrive? You know, how, how can we win games with what we have? Uh, and there are ways to do things, uh, you know, and there are definitely, uh, a lot of correctable issues that this team has. And this team is, you know, they're not getting better. Uh, They need to be showing some signs and getting better. And I understand uh, the roster issues, uh, particularly on the offensive line. I get it. Um, I, you know, get the get the quarterback issue. Um, You know, I get the depth issues, all of that. Uh, But you can do better, you know, and that's what I want to see out of this coaching staff is. Can they do better? Can they do something with what they have? Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, you can you can build up the roster, but, it, it, you know, the coaches need to be able to – they're going to be able to have to overcome better teams at some point. Uh, so, I mean, this is practice for that. Um, so figuring out a way to win, but also uh, figuring out a way to get better. And a lot of the guys that are on this roster right now, hopefully, are going to be the core uh, of, of, a bang- of a better Bengals team at some point. Uh, Hopefully this isn't a a 10 year project. Uh, I don't think many of us will be around at that point. Uh, You know, uh, they're already losing fans, Uh, but we've got to, we got to see more out of this coaching staff, Uh, you know, to validate that they are the ones to fix this thing, get this thing turned around uh, and that they are deserving uh, of, being the the, uh, the group that gets that number one over pick, uh, overall pick and uh, that top quarterback, presumably, they're going to take. Uh, and then you're not wasting a year uh, of Joe Burrow, of, of Tua, uh, on bad coaching uh, and people that are going to set them back. Uh, so not good right now. Uh, they are not getting better. They should be getting better. They should be able to focus on some areas. They should be able to improve – not getting better overall. Uh, And the offense is particularly bad. Now, again, I get the problems, um, particularly bad. Yeah, the defense is bad too. But you hired Zach Taylor, okay? You didn't go out and hire an experienced college head coach. You didn't, you know, look for uh, Mike McCarthy. Uh, You didn't hire, uh, you know, a, a longtime assistant Who's been around success uh, and is an expert leader, expert team builder. You hired a young guy who had exposure uh, to a innovative new offense, and we should be seeing some signs of that, and we are not. Uh, you know, and that is a major problem. Uh, and you know, I think people talk, well, there's a learning curve. You know, he hasn't really been a play caller. Okay, be a play caller though. Uh, we get, if you're bad with the head coaching stuff, but he's been preparing to be a play caller for a long time. He's been around these guys. He's seen them. He knows how it's done. You should know how it's done. So if that's why you hired him, if that's what you brought him here to do, he needs to be doing those things. Uh, and he's got, uh, Callahan. He's got Van Pelt, uh, who, you know, was a backup, backup quarterback in the league for a lot of years, played some quarterback. Um, You know, and we've seen a lot of success from guys with playing histories, uh, like Van Pelt as coaches, Doug Peterson, Frank Reich, uh, Jason Garrett, you know, so they got to figure out how to use these guys. Uh, and in Philadelphia, uh, you know, Frank Reich was notable, was known for being a guy that they counted on, uh, for specifically third down game planning, um, So these guys should be kind of sharing that role a little bit. Um, And in the, in that light, you know, focusing on different things, having those conversations uh, and with, you know, really two coordinators with Callahan and Taylor. uh, And then another experienced guy like Van Pelt around, uh, they should be able to do more. And it bugs me because there's play calling and there's game planning. So play calling, uh, you know things change in the fly. You need to be able to adjust in games. That was one thing Marvin Lewis was was terrible at, and the Bengals were bad at uh, when they had Lewis. But you can game plan, and you can game plan for situations and for openers, uh, or you know a script. Uh, you know some call it, and you should be able to have something pretty solid there. Now things change in game. Uh, teams are going to come out. They're going to run something a little bit different. You're they're going to run something you're not expecting. So you have to be able to adjust. But especially when you're the Bengals and you're not that good. All right. Teams aren't going crazy game planning for you. Right. Uh, so you should have some things established that work right away. And we're not even really seeing that uh, out of out of this team. So uh, I don't completely buy the idea of. Uh, You know that idea because I think that those three, uh, along with the other offensive coaches, I guess really mainly Callahan and Taylor, should have a solid game plan. Uh, And if they need, if there's a learning curve with figuring out how to pivot, I get it. Uh, But you know, the learning curve is not. uh, They they should be good in the first quarter. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. They should be good in the first quarter and they should be better at situations. And key situations, goal line, red zone, third downs, they are particularly bad at. Uh, and that is a major, uh, major issue that they have. Uh, so I'm just going to give you an example here. So uh, this is a, a blank call sheet. So I think people look at scripting and they think that when we talk about scripting, we're like, okay, well, you're just going to Write down the first ten plays, and then a common thing here is, as oh, well. Well, if you get the ball on the goal line, are you are you going to, um, you know, you're not going to throw a deep pass? Well, no, uh, that's not really what scripting is. Uh, so, you know, when you are doing a game plan, when you're putting together a game plan, uh, you, know, you know, this is a format, this is a template. I, I got some, for some from some really good coaches that I work for. Uh, you know, a couple of guys now are, are uh, uh, in in Division One. Uh, you know. Uh, at, at some big schools, one, one of the guys that, uh, that work with this, uh, is a division two, uh, head coach at the moment. So, uh, this isn't me, all right. This isn't me. This isn't me saying, Hey, look, I'm smarter than everybody else. This is, this is, this is things that people do. Uh, so every, obviously everybody's gonna be a little different. Uh, but it's not just a menu, you know, it's not just a list of, uh, a list of plays. You look at the situations and you have your, kind of your base calls, you know, what you're going to do uh, first down, but then also, you know, uh, possession, uh, you know, the first play of the possession has its own uh, area sometimes as well not on this sheep, but sometimes, uh, you know, second down, it's not just second down. It's short, it's medium, it's long, it's extra long. Uh, same thing with third downs. Uh, and you're going to have runs and passes. Uh, that gives you an avenue of having the percentages you want to have in those situations. Uh, because you say, uh, you know, if you want to be 33 percent pass then you just you know you, you, you uh i'm sorry uh run all right you just put one run in you know for every two passes you have on there if you want to be 33 percent run and if you call it and you stick kind of to it uh you should be pretty close to those numbers um and i've seen that work i've seen that work over a season too, uh where you know almost exactly what we uh we really exactly what we planned on over the course of the season um so breaking this down and, and, and looking at it, you know, you, you break it down. It's not just types of, uh, you know, it's not just run passes, types of types of pass. You know, screens have its own category. Uh, and then you kind of plug these things into different situations. So uh, along with that, you have, you know, plays you want to run after a turnover. You have your specialty plays. All right. So your trick plays. Uh, you kind of got to get a feel for when you want those most of the time. Um Although you know, sometimes you'll plug them into certain situations, uh, and then you set it up by field zone. All right, you know, are are you backed up? Are you uh, in the red zone? Are you going in? Uh, you know, are you in the the tighter red zone? Are you inside the the, the twelve uh, or in the in the goal line situation? Uh, and you know, right now there was a the, the little pick play they ran to Eichford this weekend was pretty good, uh, but for the most part, we have seen the same little uh, sneak uh, Joe Mixon out into the flats play. They, we seem to score twice on that, which would be fine if they were scoring more. Uh, but you'd like to see more plays, better play design, and you're really planning for that situation. And plays that come off of it, too, because now teams have seen it twice. Uh, so there should be something that comes off of that, works off of that, and takes advantage of how they might react to jumping Mixon, sliding somebody else behind him, uh, you know, running back the other direction, whatever it is, uh, a throwback. Um You know, lots of different uh, situations. Uh, So you plan for two point, you plan uh, for two minute drive and you plan for all those all those different field zones in addition to kind of your base play calls. Uh, And then there's the openers. So, uh, again, when we talk about scripting, like uh, that's what I would call openers. All right. And it is not just I want to run these 10 plays. All right. It's uh, first play of the game is pretty much set as long as you get it into a normal part of the field. You're not down in the red zone or something like that. you know it's pretty much set, you know what you're going to go in there with. Uh, but outside of that, what are you going to run on second down? It comes down to um, what the down distance is. All right, is it a second and short Is it a second long? They're going to be different play calls. Uh, same thing on third down. Uh, and really, you can you can script that out and you can stick with that uh, for a good portion of, of the first half, potentially. Uh, and you know, then. As things start to change, you change. You always have places to pivot to. You have, you know, what I call an answer book. Uh, So you've got to understand, have enough of an understanding of your offense to know how teams might try and counter the things you're trying to do and then what are the plays that you can do off of that. It's kind of the same thing I talked about with having a play that runs off of uh, the the Joe Mixon play. So you need to be able to to have – a good script and then an answer book and a place to really pivot to from that. So what I'm getting at here is those situations, we should have some better options for those situations. We should be seeing uh, strong openers because yeah, it's new for Zach Taylor to call plays. Uh, yes, it is new. Uh, you know, with Callahan, with working with, with those guys, it's new for him to be the head coach and have all these other responsibilities. But he can sit down on Monday with Callahan and all the other offensive assistants, and they can come up with a game plan. And they could say, "This is the first play of the game. This is the first second long This is the first third and long." Uh, and they can go through it. Uh, so that's really what you want to do there. All right. Now, there's other things. Uh, you know, part of what you do with your opening is just, is, is to just see what teams are going to do. You know, if you haven't seen empty, you know, you haven't seen how they defend empty. You might call a play out of empty just to see how they line up to it. Uh, you know, If you're not comfortable with it, you motion the back in the backfield and you run a zone read because you feel comfortable with that. You know what they're going to do in that situation. So that's kind of the default uh, is if you don't know what they're doing, you call a, a zone play that you, you have a lot of adjustments to, uh, and then you, know, you figure out how to make – those, uh, those adjustments. And then, you know, the, the guy up in the boxes is, 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 is drawing it up. you seeing what the defense is doing, uh, communicating down to the field. Uh, and then they're coming up with a plan. It's like, okay, well, they're running this. So perfect. That's exactly what we want. Or are uh, they running that? I don't like that. We're going to pivot or we're not going to run, uh, the formation again. So a lot of different, uh, areas you can go with that. And what I'm trying to get at is there's no excuse here. Um, You know, I I think we're excusing too much of of what's going on here. Uh, Figure out a plan to deal with the offensive line. Figure out a plan for the limitations you have. And, again, you should have a strong initial plan because you do that on Monday. You do that on Tuesday. And then you practice that stuff all week, all that stuff that you put in the game plan. You should have set times in practice when you're running those plays. Um, And, yes, when you start going a little bit off script, when you start having to adjust – There's a learning curve with that. I get that. Absolutely. But start strong. Uh, And, you know, that's what the guy was hired for. We don't expect him to be a great head coach out of the bat. Maybe even not a great, you know, making great adjustments. But show me something in that first quarter. Show me something on that first drive. Come out of the gates strong. Um, And, you know, show that you can work together as a staff because there's a lot of minds there. Uh, it, you know, it falls on Taylor eventually, uh, but use Callahan's expertise, use Van Pelt, use everybody else on that staff, uh, you know, with these experience to figure out some answers uh, to, to these tough questions. Support
0: for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line
1: all right now the other uh, side of the ball you know we we'll, we'll, we'll look at uh, the other side of the ball as well and they've had a lot of problems uh, now they're not Changing, you know, they're they're not adjusting those problems as well. And really, this week is a great example. Uh, you got smoked by Lamar Jackson a few weeks ago. You just watched him uh, run the option and make the New England Patriots look stupid. Have a plan, have something. And, and I look, he's a freak athlete. I get it. Nobody can simulate. That, I mean, it's become a cliche right now. Nobody can simulate what, what Lamar Jackson doesn't practice. Well, yeah, he's he's a freak. <laughs> I get it, uh, but like you've got to have a plan and they don't even have really sound option responsibilities. So, you know, we saw some speed option in the game, uh, you know, and, and it gets the speed option. You've got to have somebody's uh, playing the dive. I uh, me. There's no dive. Uh, somebody's playing the quarterback. Somebody's playing the pitch. And, you know, we've seen the defensive end just kind of floating in space, not really clearly knowing what he was doing. Uh, And that's a big time problem. And then, uh, you know, it looked like really they had no pitch player uh, in those situations as well. So big time issues with that. Uh, And then we get into the zone read as well. All right. Uh, So the zone read, uh, the the uh, the defensive end, uh, you know, they're going to read that guy, and he's got to have a set responsibility. He can't play, be playing the quarterback and the dive. It's hard not to play one of those guys alone. He's got to be committed. all right. If he's not getting blocked, all right, based on the back alignment, what the formation is, he's got to know his responsibility. And if he's the back player, he's got to be bending like crazy. Uh, he, that's, that's what he's got to do. And then whoever the quarterback player is has to get up there. All right, so uh, the big play that we're going to be seeing on highlight reels for years uh, with Lamar Jackson – uh, running that, that long touchdown, uh, Dunlap should have been bended more. People are, are kind of giving him. Uh, I, I've seen people saying, "Oh, his, his effort wasn't great." No, it's just that he was standing there and like he was trying to play two things. I don't think it's poor effort. I just think like that's what happens when you're trying to look at too many things. Uh, you end up getting uh, you know moved around like that. So not a you know not a good look, uh, not a good deal. And I don't really put that on Dunlap. I think he's not being told. Uh, this is your responsibility uh, and do it and go after it. And that's how you play the option. You have your responsibility. You attack your responsibility. You stop your responsibility and you trust the other 10 guys to do their job. That's what they've got to do. Uh, he should have been bending like crazy to that and trusting that the other guys were going to do what they needed to do. Now that was another problem, right? Uh, you know, And as we saw, um, it was definitely, uh, definitely an issue. Uh, so, who should have made the play? All right, really is Pratt. All right. Dunlap should have been diving. Pratt, uh, they cut him. All right. And he doesn't get cut really, they, but they hit his legs enough that it throws him off. You know, he works to the outside, so he makes a cut back, which is better than making it bounce. Uh, and yes, uh, Bates, Vigil, a handful of other guys should have made the tackle on it. They're all out running it. Uh, you know, L- Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. Um, but, you know, they've got, to, uh, they've got to do better with that. Um, and, you know, on the on the tight film we see, you know, he's got to defeat that cut. He's got to put his hands on it. He's got to kick his legs out, get his legs away from it so he can make a better play on it. Uh, you see Dunlap trying to run it down. That's not Dunlap's job. You know, it, Dunlap's got to be doing his job. And you got to trust Vigil Bates, uh, Sean Williams, to make that play. All right. So this is kind of a microcosm, like a a miniature version of all the other problems that the Bengals have, uh, because it's about playing assignment football, especially on defense and really any, any young coaches out there, anybody who wants to be a football coach, learn triple option. It makes everything else make sense. All right. It really does. Um, you know, learn from somebody that's good, learn, or learn how to defend it. Um, you know, I, I, I I couldn't run it. Uh, You know, uh, I don't understand all the, all the uh, adjustments that are in that, but I I learned how to defend it from some really smart people. uh, And it makes everything else make sense uh, about football, but about defensive football in particular. And guess what? RPOs, those are triple option plays. All right. Zone read, zone triple, um, speed option. These are all triple option plays um, that once you understand that offense, you're going to understand those things too. Uh, So, All this modern, you know, this this modern offense stuff, it's it's all been around for years. You got to go back and look at the old time stuff uh, and understand that. But look, the idea is they don't know. All right. They don't know what they're doing. They're not playing good assignment football. And defending triple option is the best way to kind of get yourself on board for that. And they can't do it. All right. They're not not doing it at all. Um, So overall, right. Again, this team's not getting better. Uh, you know, hey, they ran the ball all right. Well, they didn't really run the ball all right. They just ran the ball enough that they got it, that they got some yards on it. Um, you know, there were a couple of decent plays, but I think Mixon actually averaged three point eight yards. Um, it's not, that's not great. <laughs> you know, it's it's better than like one yard that he was he's averaged sometimes, but it ain't great. Um, you know, and I get I get the issues uh, personnel wise on those things, but look, play better assignment football. You know know your role, execute your role, and when you have a bad team, when you have a losing team, that's what it's about. It's about getting down to basics and understanding these things, and they're not doing this stuff. Uh, so I have some serious frustrations with this coaching staff, and even if there are some major roster moves, I'm wondering you know, what these guys are going to do uh, in, in, in the future. Um, I want to see more out of these guys uh, to feel comfortable moving forward, and I'm, I'm the ultimate optimist. Uh, You know, I'm always, anything that happens, like I said, I look at things from a coaching perspective, not a GM perspective. So whenever something happens, uh, you know, even if I'm not happy about it, I'm always looking at, all right, well, how do we win now? Um, Because you got to control what you can control. And as a coach, that's how I knew, you know, (laughs) that's what I knew how to control. Um, But you're not seeing that out of these guys. Uh, So very frustrating, hoping to see some more in these last, few weeks we've got a little buffer for the first round pick uh Washington plays the Jets next week and you know if, if, if Washington gets to two wins then we can we can survive a win and still have that number one pick um but you know you don't you want to see some positives even if it's not wins just getting better uh just starting to understand assignments starting to Joe a little bit um I've heard I've heard uh, people say well you know Zach Taylor hasn't lost the team I'm a little concerned that he hasn't lost the team, you know, like, I mean, you don't want him to lose the team, but I'd love to see some guys who are pissed off at him. Um, you know, people shouldn't like him, uh, because the way they're playing, he should not be nice in that building. Uh, you know, all smiles talking to the press, uh, but he should not be, uh, somebody that that team likes because he should be riding them hard, uh, when you're sitting there at at zero and nine. Um, and you know, maybe that's not his personality, but, uh, you know, that, that to me, it's a bit of a concern uh, that that they might like him too much because uh, it's not about it's not about being liked. It's about being respected and, and it's about, you know, having a having a path. So uh, hopefully they're still buying in, uh, buying in but, uh, you know, they they shouldn't they shouldn't be friends. Uh, they, they shouldn't they shouldn't like him at this point. They should like him later when he when he gets them winning games. Um, all right, so thank you for joining me here on this uh, somewhat unconventional uh, version of Bengals Shock Talk. Uh, hopefully brighter days in the future, but right now, definitely tough to see it. Um, and we will keep, uh, keep chugging, keep looking for answers, keep looking for ways and talking about ways that they can get better uh, week in and week out. Uh, and also through the NFL draft, and eventually we'll start talking about free agents and moves like that that they can make. Um, so stay with me, stay with this team. Uh, I was through. I went through the '90s. <laughs> some of you, some of you, been around longer than me. Uh, some of you weren't there in the '90s, uh, but I survived. We had some better days. Not as good as we would have liked, but we did have some better days. Uh, you know, Marvin Lewis, who we all talk about with disdain now. Uh, he was uh he was kind of the savior back then. So hopefully uh making some moves, uh doing some things, and hopefully seeing some positives in these last seven weeks. You know, fine, you know, if they don't win a game. All right. I'd like to see them win a game, but you know, I get it. I get I get the big picture, I get the long game. Uh but we need to see some positives. Uh because Owen sixteen how do you how do you bring a coach back that does that? I mean, I, I said it about, uh, uh, I said it about the Browns. Like, why are you bringing back the 0-16 guy? Uh, it, you got to figure it out. You got to have better answers to that uh, because this game isn't always easy. Um, you got to have answers. You got to be able to figure out. That's your job as the coach. You're not the GM. You're not bringing in the players. All right. You didn't buy the groceries, but guess what? You got to make a beautiful, beautiful dinner anyway. Um, so. Yep, comes back to uh, to the old do your job mantra, right? Uh, that's what triple options all about. That's what coaching football is all about. So, uh, once again, thank you for joining me, and uh, we will be back here every single Thursday uh, on YouTube. Also, will for download where we have uh, some great guests. Um, so make sure you are checking back every week and you go Bengals. We yeah, we
0: coming forward with hours. Yeah, we. coming for.